Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 325, and I am airing it on a different day. It is Sunday, and I want to apologize that uh, I did not have an episode out last week. If you went to the website, I also posted on social media. Last week was just an incredibly hectic week, so there was so much going on that uh, I decided to push off the episode. And initially, I was going to push off episode 325 until this coming Thursday, which is February 25th. Instead, uh, I did find some time. Today is Saturday, and I've decided to record episode 325. And then on Thursday, I'm going to air episode 326. Now, bear with me. I am going to be about a week behind on the write-ups. i I'm going to try to get the write-up for episode 325 done uh, on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, hopefully, uh, depending on how my schedule goes next week, episode 326, I will have the write-up on the same day with, uh, with the episode release. So it's just been a lot going on over the last couple of weeks, uh, in addition to the website migration, which I've talked about on a couple of uh, episodes. And speaking of which, I thought actually today's episode would be a good one for me to expand on the migration from WordPress to Wix, why I did it, what are the pros and cons of each and some considerations, and just, you know, my opinions on both uh, platforms. There There are some pros and cons with each. I think they're both great options. So let me talk a little bit about that. So uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, a couple of episodes ago on uh, 324, I believe it was, that uh, I had initially started my first website on Wix back when I was uh, part of a boutique consulting practice. And uh, the podcast was uh, an offshoot of that at the time. And it was a lot of interviews. It was an interview-based podcast. And at the time, I didn't think Wix was a great uh, place to host a podcast, uh, at least at the time. And maybe I was not aware of all the bells and whistles, or I didn't look carefully into it. And so I met a very talented uh, developer and programmer, a UX, UI developer, a user interface uh, developer, and she was also very, uh, she's also very versed in uh, WordPress, and she took a look at the website. She became a fan of the podcast and said, hey, John, you know, I think you would be much better off on WordPress. So uh, basically, I worked with her to create a brand new website and migrated over around 2016. And at that time, uh, shortly after was when uh, I left the boutique consulting practice, and but continued on with the podcast. And the podcast actually changed from a co-hosted podcast to a solo hosted podcast. And then uh, I've been continuing on with it throughout uh, the last several years. And then um, as of 2019, it, it became more of a solo podcast rather than an interview podcast. And today, uh, if you continue to follow the podcast, you know that I do conversations. I had Rich Perry on a couple of episodes ago. He kicked off season eight. But those conversations are really just with a small group of people that I invite onto the podcast. So uh, long story short, I was on WordPress for basically about five years, 2016 through early 2021. Uh, WordPress is fantastic. I mean, it's extremely powerful. It's very customizable. 
the analogy I use is it's very similar to Android versus iOS when it comes to comparing WordPress to Wix. WordPress is extremely customizable. There's a lot you can do with it. Almost every major website out there, whether uh, for a government institution or agency, uh, an influencer, film and television, a business, a startup, you're going to find that so many of them are on WordPress. And uh, WordPress is a lot of... uh, Features In addition to the customization, there's a lot you can do with the search engine optimization. I mean, it's it's just something that you can really tailor towards whatever your goal is, whether it's, uh, you know, lead generation or whether it's just getting your name out there. And um, I had initially moved to WordPress because at the time I was uh, planning to expand into a lot of different areas. And I've talked about this on past episodes. Uh, you know, at, at one point uh, I I was uh, with another group and we had done uh, a little bit with uh, uh, FBA and products on um, on Amazon, and uh, the coloring book was another venture, and so just different projects. And and at the time, WordPress was just really a great uh, way to customize and keep customizing the website. The downside of WordPress. Uh, is that it does have a steep learning curve. So make no mistake about it. It's I think it's gotten a lot easier to use. There's so many templates out there, but it can be a little confusing uh, if you're just starting out and you have no idea where to begin. And, and I recommend the best thing to do is uh, there are a lot of tutorials out there on YouTube and blogs, but also it's always best if you can work with someone who is well-versed in WordPress. And again, my friend who's a uh, developer, she is really, really knowledgeable in WordPress and really helped me. I mean, she's uh, the person who was responsible for the bemovingforward.com website on WordPress. And so just having her walk me through it, teach me how to you know update the content was just really helpful. And she was able to migrate the content from Wix, the old Wix site, onto WordPress, including the uh, the old blog posts and write-ups. And um, she created a great format, you know, basically, and I've talked about this in prior episodes, where each episode write-up basically consists of a title, the podcast player, a header graphic, or uh, if I'm talking to an individual, it might be their headshot, and then a robust uh, write-up, which basically comes in three parts, beginning, middle, and end, and of course, you know, links to different resources. And with the WordPress site, I got really creative. I was linking to not only external content, uh, things like uh, if I had to guess, I would link to their website or social media pages, but um, resources on Amazon were Audible and uh, you know, as I've talked about, you know, I, I do use an affiliate link for those and just different resources. The other thing I was able to do was to uh, figure out ways to create collection pages. So I've done mini series and I was able to create a page for the podcast uh, launch kit uh, where Poshmark was a, was another popular mini series. So those are things that were just really uh, very, very easy to integrate into WordPress. So, and the other thing about WordPress is that it is pretty cost effective. I mean, if you are on a budget, it's not a bad option to use. Just know that there is learning curve and sometimes added cost will come in depending on the types of features you're going to add to it. So what happened? So why did I move over to Wix? So let's uh, fast forward to uh, around January of 2021. I was actually considering renewing with WordPress or actually Bluehost was my uh, host service provider. 
And I had actually talked to them a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, negotiating a, a renewal deal. And I was on a year-to-year uh, package with them. And the nice thing about uh, a service like Bluehost is that uh, in the past I've had other websites, uh, websites for, say, the um, Amazon FBA stuff. Uh, when, when I was dabbling in Amazon FBA, uh, I've talked about being part of a biotech startup. And so the host service that I subscribe to on uh, Bluehost allowed me to set up multiple web pages. And as I was thinking about renewing, I'm no longer a part of those projects. And I talked about this, uh, I think, towards the end of uh, 2019 and into 2020 was scaling down a lot of these uh, projects. And, uh, you know, and I've talked about having the exit. Uh, so really, my focus was just going to be on maintaining the, the website for the podcast. It's, it's, it's the it, really, it's just kind of my, my calling card. It's where a lot of people can find information about me. I have my TEDx talk on there, links to books and things like that. And um, in contrast, my dad has been using Wix for a long time, and he uses it. He has several businesses, and he uses Wix. He loves Wix just because it is so user-friendly. So I took another look, and one of the cool things about Wix is that you can actually try it out. And really, you can set up an entire website with almost all the bells and whistles, and you can set one up for free. You can even take it live for free. The caveat is that if you use a free Wix site, uh, it's going to, first of all, have the, the banner ads on there for Wix, but it's also going to use a Wix domain. So it's going to be like Wix site uh, is going to be the, the primary part of the domain. You can customize, I think, part of the domain, but really the Wix site is the primary part of it. But my dad has been using the Wix Premium for a while, and he's got a couple of businesses. So I actually uh, logged into my old account. I still had it from years ago, even though it hasn't been active. And I actually looked at some of the templates, and the templates are so much more robust than when I last used it in 2014-15. And in particular, the blog site templates are fantastic. And in fact, they have a whole subsection for podcasts. So they've really come a long way in terms of catering to podcasters. And um, the other thing that happened concurrently was that I saw that Wix had a, uh, a deal. And I think they run this usually at the beginning of the year, uh, towards the end of the year and into the beginning of the next year, where you can sign up for a one-year, two-year, or three-year plan and they have different types of plans depending on, depending on what your needs are. And it was just a fantastic rate. And so I decided to actually give it a try. But before I did, I wanted to see how hard it would be to migrate from WordPress to Wix. And actually, it was very, very easy. I was surprised at how easy it was. And in fact, the, the part that took the longest was just putting the final touches uh, on the website, and then uh, I was able to launch it fairly fairly quickly. So, uh, and in fact, it was pretty seamless. I had the old website on WordPress still active, and then when I turned on the switch, so to speak, on the Wix site, it, the migration happened on the same day. So it was actually really cool to be able to do that. So what are the what are the pros? I think it's extremely user friendly. I, I liken it to iOS. If you like things simple, straightforward, plug and play graphics, uh, you know Wix is just such an easy way to begin. Uh, is there a downside to it? Well, it is a closed 
uh, ecosystem. So you can't customize it nearly as much as you can WordPress. There are customization options. You can do some HTML coding, but you're not going to find the level of customization that you will on WordPress. Uh, in terms of SEO, I've seen debates on this that WordPress is more powerful in terms of SEO. I don't know how, I can't really say right now just because um, I'm fairly new to Wix again and I don't know that I can really judge that at this point in time. I was I was on WordPress for a long time and I, I would say just judging by the uh, fact that a lot of people found the podcast and a lot of people found the books that I had on the website and the TEDx talk that yes, WordPress is very powerful. Uh, I don't know yet. I, I think that uh, so far, uh, you know, I think I've been pretty happy with Wix, so I, I'm not sure that I can judge whether or not the SEO is better or worse on on Wix compared to WordPress. And and I've talked about this last week that the blog is not as customized customizable. So Wix is a closed ecosystem. So there are certain things you're going to find that you cannot really customize. And I talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago that you know when I migrated over. The old protocol for my blog was very simple. It was bemovingforward.com forward slash. If it was a guest, it was first name dash last name. If it was an episode, that was a you know past 2019. It was just simply the episode number. The Wix protocol uses the website slash post slash, and then it generates a title based off of the title of the blog or the post. I think that's for SEO. You can customize it. As I've talked about, I've chosen not to do that with the um, with the, the blog post just because it, it, there's so many of them that I've migrated over. But uh, so those are some of the differences. And generally speaking, although I locked in a great rate for a multi-year plan, Wix will be a little more expensive. Unlike WordPress, where you can get different plans to host multiple websites, if you want to host multiple websites on Wix, you'll need to pay per website. I don't think they have like an enterprise level where you can set up multiple websites for one fee. So generally speaking, Wix is going to be a little more expensive. Uh, and it really depends on you know what you need and things like that. But for my purposes, I'm at the point now where I've got the content pretty much down. I'm pretty focused focused in what I use my website for and Wix just had a lot of great options and setting up the the website was very easy. So let me go through my process on, on how I did this. The first thing I did was before I even decided I wanted to move to Wix, I wanted to see how easy it would be to migrate. And as I've talked about, you can set up a website for free on Wix. That's really cool. So I set up a, a website. I looked through a, a number of different templates, found one that I really like, did some customization to it. The basic architecture from my WordPress site to the Wix site, fairly easy. I've got a, a menu with just a couple of options and they're fairly straightforward. That was very easy to reproduce. The one big thing that I wanted to see if it would migrate over is the blog. Now, I don't know if this was available back in 2015-16, but I can tell you now, Wix has made it that much easier to migrate content from a WordPress blog to a Wix website. So if you do set up a blog, they actually have this option where you can migrate a WordPress blog. And in fact, all you do is type in, you, you click a button, type in the URL of the blog, and then Wix will actually go to that WordPress site and my, basically copy the content over 
to the Wix site. Uh, and it may take a little while. And I think from my website, I had so many, I had a, gosh, I, I don't know, I had well over 240 some odd posts uh, dating back all the way to the beginning. Uh, and um, it took maybe about 45 minutes. Now, I will say I had to try it a couple of times. The first couple of times, I I got a message where it said some of the uh, blog content didn't migrate over. So there were about maybe 10, 15 posts that for some reason didn't migrate over. And I thought, okay, maybe I'll have to manually kind of use brute force to copy and paste that content. But instead, what I did was I just deleted it and tried it again. And I think by the third try, I was able to get all of the content migrated over in one uh, one shot. So basically, I wasn't missing any of the old content. Now, the cool thing is, while Wix was doing that on a on its free site before I would even publish it, the WordPress site was still running, and it, that was unaffected. So copying the WordPress content from your WordPress site to a Wix template isn't going to impact the WordPress site. And in fact, the Wix site will preserve the internal link. So if you link to a different blog post, it will go back to the old WordPress site. So if for some reason you need two word, uh, websites and one is a WordPress and one is a Wix, you can manage those fairly easily. But for my purposes, I was leaving WordPress. So once I did the migration, once I saw that I could get all the content ported over, that's when I decided to turn on the website, flip the switch as it will. And uh, once I made sure that the content was over, that's when I subscribed to the Wix plan. That's when I turned off my renewal on Bluehost. And that's when I shut down the WordPress site. Now, what I recommend you do before you do that is you back up your WordPress site. And there are ways to do it. Uh, you know, if you have a host service provider, they usually have some backup options. You can, there's something, my, actually I had to call my developer friend and she walked me through something called FTP, uh, which I won't go into in this episode, but that's a, that's a way to back up all of the content from a WordPress site. And so basically I did that and, and just have that stored offline just in case. But the migration was fairly easy. And then I had to do some adjustment with the domain, bemovingforward.com and have it, uh, the servers point to the Wix servers as opposed to my Word, my Bluehost one. And I'd say within about a few hours, the migration was complete. I could start seeing the website on the mobile. I think on the desktop, it took a couple of hours, but by that afternoon or that evening, the Wix site was live. And then all I had to do, as I've talked about on the prior episodes, was just do some finishing touches. I was a little behind on the write-ups, as I am today. Uh, and so I was about two write-ups behind, and then I got caught up on those. And in terms of the, as I've talked about, the blogs were a little bit different. I had to manage that a little bit so that uh, the collection pages, so I had the podcast launch kit, I had the Poshmark um, uh, mini-series, I had the Winnie Sun tweet chat uh, mini series. I've had uh, a mini series on musicians and artists. All of those needed to be adjusted. The holiday episodes, I needed to adjust those because the internal links were not working. They were actually now going because they were trying to go back to the old WordPress site, which didn't exist. And so they were going to dead pages. So I updated those. And as I mentioned, I've created a whole new mini series section that I'll be uh, adding to over the coming weeks. So the, the trade-off was that the blog addresses are not quite the same, 
And so if you use an old blog address like bemovingforward.com forward slash 320, it's, it's going to take you to a 404 error page. What I did, as I've mentioned before, was I customized the 404 error, pay, error page with like a little announcement saying, if you want to find the write-up, go to the blog search engine and just type in the episode number where the guest or topic. So that's my workaround for that. So that was basically it. So it really wasn't as painful as I thought it would be. And uh, I, like I said, I'm very satisfied with the new website. It really serves my purposes. So, and the thing is, you can actually try out WordPress and Wix for free. There's a, a WordPress.com. You can set up a blog with a WordPress website and Wix with a Wix URL. So if you want to try those out before you actually spend money to host on one or the other, you can do that. And uh, so explore your options. Try them out. And that's the nice thing is that you can do that. And in fact, there are people who actually, you know, have a free WordPress or free Wix site and just use that as their hub. And that's perfectly fine too. And, you know, there are ways if you want to redirect a a domain to that, or if you just want to share what the Wix site is, or use something like Bitly, which I've talked about on a prior episode. So that's basically it in a nutshell. So that's my uh, story of transitioning from WordPress to Wix. I think they're both great. Uh, one, I think, has more of a learning curve than the other. The other is going to be generally a little more expensive unless you can find a really great deal. But do explore them. I mean, if you're setting up a website, I think it's probably best to start out with a free site on WordPress or a Wix site. And then if you decide you're going to stick with it, let's say you're going to stick with your podcast, then you can always upgrade later. I mean, I my philosophy is always start with whatever's free first before you spend any money on it. And that's just a good way to test the waters. Anyway, the write-up for this episode will be at uh, the blog, bemovingforward.com forward slash blog. It'll be the most recent uh, uh, blog post uh, over the next week or so or the coming weeks. And then if you want to find it uh, long after this, uh, you know, let's say a couple months later, just use the search engine. That's the easiest way and just uh, search for uh, 325. Okay, I'll be back on Thursday with episode 326, the write-up for today's episode. I'm going to try to get it out within the next day or two, but thank you all very much for your patience and understanding and have a great week.